Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join Hands Love Train. We are back. <laughs> We're back, y'all. Meredith for sight. Yeah. Okay. So wait, before we get too far gone, what's going on on the social media side of things? Anything? Oh. Uh, um. So, have I seen anything? I feel like this week I saw, um, oh my God, I forgot his name, Johnny from the Houston season. Oh, Johnny Lamb. Yes. So he has a new gal. Um, I think she's a white girl, I believe, if I'm mistaken. Um, But he just said that he's just so in love and never knew love like this before. It's like, wow. All right. So in love. Um, But I think he was also, him and Mirla and the whole Houston gang were in Spain. Um, but what's funny is that mm. Mirla didn't really post anything about it. Like, I saw it on his on his IG. So I think she's really, like, chilled off of the social media and, you know, is in her new, her new love with her new man and is really not, like, broadcasting her life like she used to. So I thought that was really is it, interesting. Is it the girl in these volleyball pictures with him? I think so, because they're in another photo where they're in some sort of, like, um, wedding attire for, like, a... Uh, I don't know, a campaign? I'm like, who is this woman? Um, but There's a lot of women in these pictures. I mean, yeah, and I believe it's her. Um, I'll have to double check. Oh, I see. Um, Mirla, Brett, and Rachel. And yeah. In Greece, and then some other people. And that was what, September? This was beginning of September, like September 6th, mm-hmm. so like around Labor Day. I thought that it went somewhere else recently. I don't he know. He also has check. Paris, but that's, wait. September 9th, so it's the same trip, I think. And then I also saw that Noi, um, she covered or did a recap of the latest episode of Married at First Sight. I don't know why she <laughs> was asked, but it was on People Magazine. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know why they reached out to her. It's very strange. Noi got invited to do something. Right. I mean, out of all the people, I was just like, why her? So I thought that was very interesting as well. Interesting. Okay. Um... um and, and then I think things? that was it from everyone else. Um, honestly, the folks that we follow on our IG from Married at First Sight have been very, um, they haven't said much. That's, that's probably for the best. I did see uh, Brianna still carrying the baby, so that's happening. Um, <laughs> still carrying the baby. Still carrying the baby. Is that what they call it? <laughs> I mean, she's carrying it. What else, what else do you call it? it? Well, she's still pregnant? I yeah, mean, I don't, I don't know when she's due, though. I think maybe later on this year. Yeah, I mean, she looks visibly pregnant, so maybe soon. Well, later well, this but year, we have two months left. But, you know, she mentioned that was because of the fibroids. <gasps> right. Yeah, so she said she's going to appear larger um, just because of the way the fibroids are sitting in her uterus. So Okay, good intel. Bringing us back to where we are currently, where we are currently with the San Diego season. Episode 14 is called... No hug for you. No. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, wow. That sucks. 
That's awful. It's <laughs> truly trash. I mean, it's what we've come to expect. It's either uninspired or completely trash. Right. That's no. awful. I thought it was no going to be something like prom night or, you know. You know, like once that. upon a prom. Yeah. Damn. Seems like no something for you. That's so trash. Um, yeah. That's trash, people. So, uh, speaking of prom, this is their retreat episode where they decide to have a prom. Um, and so we'll be getting into all that here shortly. It was a mm-hmm. riveting episode. Um, Ugh, kind of, kind of what you've been waiting for the whole season. Just some good drama. Um, we did live tweet during this episode. So mm-hmm. if you caught up with that and participated in some of our polls, um, yeah, it was Greatly interesting. I saw that some folks were siding with Miguel on some of these some tweets. Some people so, were. Discourse. We have to get into <laughs> it. So many opinions. There were there were a couple opinions, but um, Miguel was the the main character. He was this the talk we'll of the town. Yeah. Goodness. It's just, I did, I, yeah. Okay. So before <laughs> that happens, um, everyone is packing for the retreat. Uh, Stasha and Nate went to a sex shop and purchased some items, I guess, to take on the retreat, including some vibrating panties, um, looks like some flogs or feathers and things like that. Flogs. Had quite an array of things, it seemed. (laughs) Um, You know, after they went to that little whatever space that was, they now have an interest in. Yeah, the dungeon cave thing. Who knows? Um, Stasha introduces the idea that, like, wouldn't it be fun for you to have the remote to the panties, like, while we're on the retreat? Look at her. <sighs> Living life. I thought we said we didn't trust this man, but anywho. Clearly, that is not the case. Like, she, throughout this whole episode, like, she's so, she's, she's truly in love. She's the, there. Yeah. I was like, this is either some strong, lusty infatuation, because, girl, you are out of your mind. No, but love. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll keep going. Um, so Kristen and Mitch, I guess the retreat's like an hour away because you guys know they're already in San Diego, so you don't have to travel far to find somewhere nice. Um, they're planning to talk on their hour drive, I guess process a little bit more about what happened at the pool. Um, Lindy and Miguel are getting ready to leave, and she turns around, there's like a gift bag for her on the floor. She opens it up, and it's a, a dress, and he tells her that, you know, we're going to have a prom night for you since you never had a prom. And it's a really nice, like, sequin dress. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, it gets a little dicey because we're shooting everyone simultaneously. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not is. the way the show usually goes. It's so our notes tough. are probably... Not similar in this case, but um, just bringing us in before anything happens. Uh, everyone is really excited to have some alone time together as they're in their cars. All the women are driving. Someone pointed that out on Twitter. Um, yeah, that was so weird. Because <laughs> at first why. I was, I actually noticed it with Alexis and Justin. Because I was like, what? Justin got her driving this car. <laughs> she said she wanted a dominant man. But then I noticed everyone, was, every woman was driving. I was like, all right, so this must be intentional. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't like explicitly pointed out in the episode, but apparently that's what's hap- that's what was happening. Everyone is talking about like what they're gonna do when they get alone. Lots of <laughs> sexual energy is being discussed on the hour drive up there, except for Kristen and Mitch. Um, Kristen is apologizing for everything that happened at the pool, 
and Mitch is kind of telling her how he felt attacked and thrown on the bus. Um, you had something to say about about that part of things where uh, the idea that Mitch wasn't attracted to Kristen was never publicly shared. Is that what you said? Before? Yes, yes. So technically, I don't think he ever, like we saw it in the confessionals. Mm-hmm. Um, when he mentioned that, you know, he, you know, wanted more of a, a surfer girl and he told that to her sister. But other than that, that was it. I don't think he told the guys that. Yeah, I I can't recall, but. So it seems like now we're just like. Uh, we kn- we can deduce. Yeah. This information is getting disseminated. Yeah. I mean, I think we all know. So, yeah, this whole thing is just very strange. Um, so, yeah, he's just saying that. But then Kristen's also all of a sudden just, like, taking the blame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, she just wasn't proud of how she handled herself and she snapped. And then she apologized to him. But I'm like, so then, like, are we also apologizing for, like, you kind of setting him up with the other ladies? Or, like, what? I don't know. I'm very confused here. It's a lot of confusion. It seems like maybe it's the right thing to try to apologize, but I'm not really too keen on it. Um, she's saying things like she's never wanted to change him and wanted him to be like more snazzy as a dresser. And she wanted him to just say that she's beautiful as is, which I guess is like on her. Like Those are your own expectations that you're holding independent of who this man is. That's just what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um and he's saying that he just felt like a puppet in the whole thing because homegirl caused the whole scene. But so, but how did that make him feel like a puppet? Like how? I don't know if puppet is the right word, but... Yeah, I didn't understand what that meant. I think more along the lines of, like, everyone's in on something he's not, I guess. It seemed like everybody was on oh. the same page except for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it got that's brought not a up, puppet. So. I mean, because they're not... They're not manipulating him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't, yeah, it was an ambush. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, Um, what can you do? I mean, shit, you don't find her attractive, so it is what it is. Yeah, it just seemed like everybody else knew, except for him. Well, and Miguel, because Miguel was like, I didn't know that. (laughs) And then, obviously, Justin didn't know either. He was just taking up for his um, Justin said he knew, though. Who can't keep her mouth shut. He didn't we'll, know we'll, shit. we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> um, everyone starts to arrive at this cabin. Do you know where they are? Um, they are in Fallbrook, California. Oh. So a quick uh, Google search tells me that Fallbrook um, is a very expensive place to live in. Mm. Um, it is kind of near. Hold on, let me see. It's a little near. It's not on the coast. So you're actually going away from the ocean, but it's near like, I don't know, none of these places even look familiar, but past Laguna. So go to Laguna and then go off into like, I don't know, the suburbs and it's like Fallbrook. <laughs> Literally, it's just, just some going. random, yeah, it's just some random place. Um, I don't know what made them choose there because it's not on the coast. So I don't think they had any ocean views, but yeah, that's where it is, Southern California. Okay, Sasha and Nate are matching in black and white. This is a shirt we've seen from Nate before. And Sasha's, I don't like this look on her. It gives me like waiter. It either. It's giving like Mater D. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't like it. I wasn't sure. You know, usually I love her looks, so I was a bit Yeah, I didn't too. like it when they were, before they left, but I thought mm-hmm. she was going to do something else. Yeah, I thought she was like, I thought maybe it was half of the outfit, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. So, but, you know, you can't always, you can't always want them all, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe those are like her, her traveling clothes, you know, <laughs> when you're just going to throw on a sweatsuit. Not that she had on a sweatsuit, but, you know, no. most people she would throw on a sweatsuit and get in the car and just drive. Um... Stasha says, or she kind of inquires with Kristen and Mitch if they're doing all right. And Kristen says they had a good drive and that Mitch has been very validating. So everyone's kind of chill to start off. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindy, Lindy arrives and she says she's very excited about prom and everyone looks so nice. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Um, Kristen, Kristen was not chill as she approached. Um, she said, I always knew I'd wind up in a big home then steps outside the car and screams, honey, I'm home. <laughs> and then when she said that she all, she knew she'd always wind up in a big home, Justin says, me too, girl. <laughs> so, there you go. Oh, man. Okay, so one thing. As I was taking notes, I was <laughs> tweeting. And so there's only so many things to focus on. This part that I'm recalling is when once they were sitting at the island, things seemed calmer by the time Stasha and Nate walked in. But I'm yes, I totally yes, missed what you yes. just said. I, I I had to, you know, I always get the little the little things, and I yes. definitely clocked that. Me too, girl. <laughs> Why am I not mm-hmm. surprised that that happened? And then I don't know if you caught, but when Stasha and Nate walked in, and you probably had this in your notes, so Nate goes to hug Alexis. And she's like, no, dap, let's dap me down, dap me down. Like, she's, like, literally trying to escape his hug. And it's just like, mm-hmm. no, seriously, like, dap me down. Like, she clearly hates him. He hates her. You know, it's... it's well, mutual. I did see him, like, dap up Justin. And I was like, this seems weird. Like, what is happening? But I mean, he tried to hug Alexis. She didn't want it. Yeah, it seemed just, like, awkward, I guess. I didn't hear her say all that. But, yeah, I saw some, like, awkward interaction. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, and then she gave a weird look to Stasha. So I was like, what's wrong with y'all? We can't all get along. Uh, I guess. Season. But, I mean, Nate seems like he's probably being, I don't think Nate's being fake, I'm sure. No, I think he's he just feels. being, I think he's just being, like, uh, I think just normal. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing. I think they know how he feels, so maybe that's yeah. why she's reacting like that. But also, it's like, just like, but pretending. we're on a show, so, like, let's just, you know, let's just make it look nice. Girl. I guess Never not. have these people ever cared about making the show. I guess nice. not. Not even know. production. What? Um, <laughs> Lindy is very excited about prom. She says everyone's looking nice. Uh, Mitch is really trying to butter uh, Kristen up. He's like, I know Lindy is the prom queen, but you're my prom queen. Yeah, that was a lot. It's it's a bit forced. So on this scene, everyone's like getting ready to go. They're in their separate rooms. Everyone's getting ready to to go, and this is the kind of thing that Mitch is telling Kristen before they enter into the big group. Alexis asks Justin to buckle her heel, and I don't know if this man has never put <laughs> shoes on. It's Clearly. not that complicated. It's a regular kind of buckle. If you've never oh. buckled a girl's heel, it's not. It's like putting on a belt. Well, like, I mean, let them about the same. be. I mean, far be it for me to like take up for Justin, but I mean, he all not, like, I don't think he knew what he was doing. It's very similar to putting a belt on. <laughs> well, <laughs> but then she, like, has to shame the man 
But and we then, know she does this. She talks a whole lot of shit. And then she says he's struggling to take her bra off, which is unsolicited information. No one's talking about anything like that. Why she was a bra his... on? Um, <laughs> you know, I guess she was wearing one, and then they w- decided to have sex, so he was supposed to be taking it off. But he, but then he says that he can't, like, if he can't see it, then it's, you know, a little bit more difficult. <laughs> I guess. But then he says he would have taken it to the grave. I'm like, is it that serious? Like, have some confidence, Justin. But that's like, just because she's bringing it up unnecessarily. Like, girl, we're about to go out. Why are you talking about that? And then she asked him, she was like, have you done these things for a woman before? I was like, girl, is this even, how will that help you today? Yeah. So we basically learned that they had sex one of these days. Um, and he says it was 10 times better since he had been waiting for it. And he says it lasted all night. That's the version of events we get. I mean, They're he like, had to know that that pose- was not, like, come on, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> all night. <sighs> They're posing in the mirror, just, you know, goofing off. And that's kind of it. Oh, should we talk about their outfits? What does Justin have on? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Um, she had on, like, an orange dress mm-hmm. with, like, a little head wrap. I thought since it was prom, I thought they were going to be in, like, prom dresses. I guess I got a little confused. That's what I would have expected, but. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got a little confused. I was like, you're just, like, in a, just, you know, just a dress. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I think someone somewhere had a corsage. It might have been Miguel. Miguel had on, like, I think just looks like a standard suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Justin may have also had like a standard suit. The men's clothes are not very much to describe. No, they looked nice. Yeah, I mean, people looked. Everyone looked okay for this. Uh, it's just the question is: is it formal or is it not formal? I guess will remain. Um, do you want to take us into this like kind of overheard clip? Wait, what clip? Um, right after this Alexis and Justin scene, there's Lindy and Miguel. Oh, yes. Okay, so what I deduced was that the cameras obviously weren't in there, but their mics were still on, because they'll, they'll get you with that. Um, and so Lindy is, you know, in her dress, her little prom, her, you know, prom dress that Miguel got her. She's feeling cute, and she's like, hey, you know, get a picture of me looking out the window. So then I guess he, I don't know what he was doing, because she says, don't do a selfie, um, so then I don't know if he was laying in bed and then just like pulled up the phone to like take a picture of her that way, because I'm like, how could he do a selfie? A selfie is when you do it. So Maybe like he wanted to be in the picture. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, context. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't understand like what y'all are doing. So then she says, don't do a selfie. Cause you have to get it. it, it. Then she says it again. She says, babe, come on, not a selfie. You're making me mad. So again, I'm like, what kind of picture was he taking? You think he he couldn't have been in it because he said he was laying down. So you think well, he, he just... was initially laying down, and then he said she like kind of demanded that he get up and take this picture. And so I'm okay. not sure if like so... he stood up and like maybe turned around to get her in the background of the picture. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? <laughs> okay, well then if that's the case, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? So then he's so upset. He says, I don't appreciate your tone. She's like, well, I'm just joking around. He's like, I'm not in the mood to be your personal photographer. I'm resting. I'm lying down. 
So then he says, I need you to do a better job of reading the room and don't expect me to be your fucking personal photographer. Obviously, he didn't say fucking, but like he might as well. But he did, though. He was like, (laughs) if I'm laying down, then it's like, fuck what I'm doing. Get up and take your picture. Right. And we that's literally the clip. And so, again, it leaves us a little bit more questions. Like she kept saying selfie. And I'm like, I don't understand what type of picture he's trying to take. But also, if you get this gown for this woman who's never had a prom, and all she's doing is asking you to get her to take the photo, I'm sorry, but as a husband, that is your job. Your mm. husband slash photographer all the time, <laughs> every day. Get down there, it's a get down on the ground. It's a right, two-way. it's a two-way street. But get down on the ground, take my photo, come in, Take some video of me walking in, looking at the mirror, looking at this. That's your role. So, you know, you just do it. You just do it. So Mm -hmm. that's what I have to say about that. Okay. So we get into prom. Um, Everyone's walking down the stairs. Um, Kristen, I believe, is is maybe drunk or high or both. Um, Kristen is strange. (laughs) I don't know if she can't be sober. This can't be sober. Um, But she's, um, you know, very animated here. Um, Alexis comes in and Kristen screams, hello, queen. (laughs) She's really excited. Um, Lindy comes out. I noticed that she walks out like before Miguel. So she's just like living the spotlight, living the life. She comes out. Miguel's behind her. She looks so excited. She says in her confessional that they had an argument, but this is a fun night for her, and she knows they'll get past it, so it's fine. So they take shots. They have yearbooks to sign, which I thought was super cute. Um, They're doing, like, photos. Justin says they should do a ratchet photo. Sasha says, what's ratchet? ratchet? And then then she does, like, a little, like, um, sign with her tongue, which I thought was, like, I don't know if that's ratchet, but I was just like, all right, cool, girl. Um, mm-hmm. So then they're dancing, Miguel and Lindy. I don't know. I'd love to know what songs they were dancing to. Um, and Miguel says, this whole situation is trying me. And Lindy <laughs> says, well, it's just a communication thing. He says early on he was chilling and he was lying down and, you know, he wasn't trying to take photos. And she says that she apologizes again. He says that she's gaslighting him. And that she legitimately got annoyed. And then she said that, yeah, I was annoyed because I thought you were messing with me about the photos. And then, but once, but then she realized he was mad. So then he says that she can't talk to him like that with that tone. And he asked why she talked to him like that. (laughs) And she says it was a joke. And then he said, no, it's not a joke. Pick a side. Either it's a joke or you legitimately got annoyed. Like, which is it? And she's just like, I was just ready for you to stop with the joke. And he was like, but I wasn't joking. Goodness. <laughs> I literally have in my notes LMAO. Because, like, <laughs> this what whole is, conversation is like, <laughs> like what? maddening. Like, is there a joke? So then he says that there's this anger inside of Lindy that comes out, all these outbursts. And Lindy says in her confessional there's that it's anger alarming. inside of her. <laughs> it's alarming to see how Miguel is reacting. So then Miguel says that he worries how easily she gets annoyed with him and that she yelled at him and it feels like an outburst and her tone went up. And then she says that, okay, well, fine, I'm a fuck up, I'm an awful person, I'm bad, I'm blah, 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 blah. I hate when people do stuff like that. Yeah, because I'm just like, girl. Such a we, cop out. Yeah, please don't. Like, we, we got to go back and forth here. Obviously, the man wants to argue, so give him what he wants. <laughs> so then 
She says she doesn't know what he wants to hear. And he says that this is their biggest challenge. And she says she can't lose him if she does things wrong. Or yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. Then he says that. Every, she was like, I can't, basically, like, I can't lose you every time I do something you don't like. Right. That's kind yeah. of what he does. So then he keeps asking about, like, if she was annoyed or frustrated or irritated. She says that she was feeling ignored and she was feeling vulnerable because she got dressed up in this nice dress that he got for her. And she just wanted to take a photo and she felt very upset. Then he says the lack of transparency is making him upset. (laughs) (sighs) So then at some point she's just like, well, I'm just trying. And then they kiss. Yeah. Meanwhile, people are just like walking past. <laughs> just like, what the fuck is going um, on here? <laughs> it's it's strange. I think she says like she can try to be better, but they need to talk about it. Oh, and then there's like some strange kiss and a walk off. <laughs> I don't um, even know what is yeah. happening. I'm I guess so production's confused. like, all right, guys, time for the next right. part. I think production it's, is just like, we're just going in circles here because <laughs> it's like. Honestly, I'm trying to, like, summarize, like, what Miguel's problem is. Um, but I guess I'm going to have to do that at the end. Because, I unfortunately, mean, we're not even... We haven't yeah. even scratched the surface. Barely. Just barely. So, right after that, production is like, all right, guys, we really need to shoot this next part of the prom. <laughs> so, everyone stand at a, a cocktail table. And Alexis and Kristen are giving out the superlatives. They have these little trophies with... Um, apparently, everybody voted on superlatives at some point. Um, so life of the party is the first one. It goes to Alexis. Wow. Um, she says her husband doesn't let her go out. And so she doesn't think it's the right war for her. Miguel's like, it's too soon. (laughs) So much passive aggressiveness. They should probably shouldn't have done this because this was, you know, people getting their feelings. Everyone's been drinking. Best dancer award. Uh, Kristen says she voted for herself, um, and I did see her dancing prior to this, and she seemed to just be very happy to be moving around. Yeah, just happy to be <laughs> moving mobile, around. Happy to be moving her body. <laughs> uh, but it, the award actually goes to Nate, um, and so he comes on down, gives us a little spin, a little Michael Jackson toe thing. It's like, wow. Um, <laughs> I never knew he was this into dancing. Me either. But, you <laughs> know, like, the more okay. you know. Uh, so we're going into the next category, and Alexis is like, okay, now, you guys, this is a safe space, and then Mitch Holler's on, is it, though? And it's, it's not. It's, it's really not. So the category is the biggest uh, drama queen, and uh, Lindy knows it's her, so she comes on down and gets her award. Most emotional. Oh, wait, Kristen, she said she wanted to thank her mama for teaching her all the drama. I thought that was cute. She, she's funny. getting on thin ice she probably shouldn't say anything oh, I mean uh, it's true I thought it was funny it was cute I mean everybody <laughs> gave me little speeches and stuff um, most emotional Kristen tries to preface this with we just mean like the most in touch with your emotions this one was unanimous uh, it's Justin um, and he comes down he's like fake crying um, Ew, that was gross <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, now. Yeah, he says something about, like, being in touch with his emotions. Whatever. And then Nate is screaming in the background. He's like, you big Scre- baby? <laughs> it's like, Jesus. <laughs> this 
was a little again. We maybe should not do this part of prom again because people are really getting into it. Like, it's just like a roast at this point. I was like, my goodness, Nate, tell us how it's you feel. It's a bit combative. Even people before just, they announced it was Justin, Nate screamed, Justin. I was like, oh my God. Oh man. Next uh, award is most likely to save the planet. Obviously, it goes to Mitch. Um, he takes the award, and I think there's some comment on whether, like, the little trophy is plastic or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he, he's also there for back-to-back awards because he also gets class clown for making everyone cringe with just, you know, the things that Mitch says. You that made no him. sense to me. Class clown? And that's not what I was thinking when they were describing yeah, it. Yeah, class clown means someone who's funny. Yeah. Not for, like, not because of awkward moments and exit the room. I was like, what are y'all talking about? You know, I'm I'm just here to watch. <laughs> Next was best all around. That one goes to Stasha. She is shocked. She's like, really, me? Aww. She's like the most unproblematic person on the cast. Right. She just doesn't, she just wants to be loved, I guess. And so, aside from that, she minds her own business. Doesn't bother anyone, so... Easily. Best all around. I would agree with that one. Biggest gossip. Um, Now, this one also takes a bit of a nosedive. But Alexis knows it's her. And she acknowledges that she spilled stuff that led to Morgan and Ben's divorce that she shouldn't have been involved in. And... I just feel like at this point, it's it's a little too late, too little too late to be like, oh yeah, too I caused that couple and then to get he divorced. Key about it, it's like yeah, and everybody's like, well yeah, the whole reason they got divorced is because you were saying that Ben said this and telling Morgan Yikes. like you were. It's it's messy. So Sasha and Nate and their shared <laughs> talking head. Uh, Nate's like, yeah, she's the gossip queen. And Sasha's like, I think it's appropriate. And Nate's like, yeah, she's a snitch. I'm not surprised. And uh, yeah, strong feelings toward that <laughs> strong couple. Strong language. But she is the Alexis stirs up so much shit all the time. That's because she's miserable. Yeah, and I think she says something like in her little acceptance speech or whatever that she knows she can't keep a secret or something like that. I was like, mm. well, that's not <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. Um, and it's not even that, but it's just like it's not even secrets, but it's like you're just talking about people. Like yeah, gossiping is not keeping secrets. Like it's, it's talking shit and spreading things. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, y'all, do y'all know what these things mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I think in her mind, she's like, well, it wasn't said to me, so it's probably a secret. Like I'm not supposed to know this. Mm. But again, to your point, then you're running and telling something mm-hmm. that wasn't even told to you that something that wasn't even told to you. Yeah, so, they should have changed this to the messiest. But I guess since it's prom superlatives, we didn't really have that in high school. So no, no. Uh, right after that, most likely to stay married. People are saying Lindy and Miguel, <laughs> which is <laughs> interesting considering <laughs> the, the, the mood they've been on since they arrived. <laughs> um, yeah, it was all fine when they left the house with the dress. And so I don't know if something happened in the car ride. Maybe he didn't finish his nap. <laughs> he said he, like... was low, he was low vibrations. <laughs> oh, this poor man. Low vibrations all weekend. Um, most likely to end up with multiple divorces. Again, <sighs> taking a nosedive. Oh so Kristen in her altered state. Um, 
she says she voted for herself and she's the one who won. And yeah, she's she the, says she knows what's up. <sighs> she needs to stop. Whatever she's on, <laughs> whatever she's, whatever she's on. on, get off. Maybe she's on like a like a sativa <laughs> of some sort. I don't know. I I thought she Jeez. seemed very different this episode, but some other people were like, I love seeing Chris's personality. Oh. And I was like, she is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Literally, she's like, I literally she, have in my notes, is she drunk? And then Mitch says that Kristen was not, he, he wouldn't have put that as his first choice. I was just so confused. Because then yeah. Mitch tells us in his confessional that Kristen's taking a page out of his playbook um, while voting for herself and kind of, you know, being just a little Just making cringe. it awkward for everybody, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, what is wrong with her? <sighs> yeah, so I don't know. I I agree with you. I was like, something is different about this girl this episode. But some other people seem to really love all the things that she was doing. Um, we then have, of course, prom queen and king, queen and king, the queen goes to Lindy, obviously, um, and the king then goes to Miguel. Mm. They kiss. There's dancing. What song yeah. do you think they were dancing to? I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention. What do you think? I don't know, because, like, Kristen was just moving so <laughs> Kristen, crazily. again, was not was just like, what song could be rover. playing? Like, Bruno Mars or something? Like uptown, fuck. just happy like, to be there. <laughs> she was moving. I'm like, what are y'all listening to? It could have been anything. Someone tell us. It could have been anything. Okay. Um, so take us into the next part. Okay. <clears throat> so this is after the dance. Um, Miguel and Lindy are. I think they're laying in bed at this point. She's got her Target mm-hmm. pajamas on. Miguel says that, I have those pajamas, they're great, very soft. Miguel says that he is glad they had that earlier discussion, and he is happy that they're going to continue to learn how to communicate better. Lindy says that she's understanding that this is a lifetime thing, and maybe as they get to know each other, it'll get easier. He wants to trust that the answer he gets from her is reliable, and she says they are just growing, and you know, she's trying, just trying and growing. So then Nate and Stasha come in. Stasha tells us in his <laughs> professional that she can tell that they are going through something and she wants to help and make it a little better. So Nate brings out the sex queen and says, y'all get up on, on here and try this. So <laughs> Nate tells Lindy that she has to strap in. Stasha demo, well, Stasha is kind of like um, giving some cues on how to get Lindy into the harness. Nate gets in it to, d- to demonstrate um, so then Lindsay puts her legs in the hole. She says it's like the doctor's office with stirrups. <laughs> um, Stasha says, let your imagination just take hold. So Miguel gets in there, does little things. Then they, like, do a different move where, like, he's on, he's on the bed and she's on top <laughs> of him. Nate says, okay, now y'all are just making shit up. <laughs> but it was a good, you know, it was a good, you know, um, interlude into, like, their dark weekend. So it was, I was happy to see them smiling and... You know, Nate and Stasha seem to be the only normal couple there. <laughs> like, they're just having fun, sex swings. I mean, since they've increased the sex, um, yeah, they're just they've been a having a great time. Yeah, they're just living life. And, you know, you know good vibrations with them. So. Would you lend someone your sex swing? 
Let me think. Is that something that like is shared amongst people? So I I feel like because the straps are around the legs, right? Yes, but I also think there's like a part your butt is on. Before oh. Lindy turned around on the thing, I think there's like yeah. I don't know what Lindy was doing, you know. Or honestly, <laughs> maybe honestly, I can't imagine those things being very expensive. They probably just got one for them because I don't think those are very pricey. I'll, I'll do some research as we okay. start okay. to. Um, um, there's a scene later where someone's like, yeah, we borrowed the sex swing. Thanks for letting us borrow it. I know. So well, I mean, you know, seems, maybe they feel... This is maybe, hygienic. I guess you could maybe throw the whole thing in the washing machine. I mean, because it's, it's what? Straps, which is probably what yeah, polyester... Like straps. Yeah, uh-huh. so, I mean... I doubt it. I see I on know. here on Are Amazon. You? Oh, this shit is only $30. Although there is really? one that, Yeah, there's one that holds up to 300 pounds, but then there's also another one... That's $81. It's, it's a 360. Um, oh, maybe that's what she was looking to do. 360. But I don't think, yeah, they, they have they have. Is the it like the over-the-door one. one that they have? These all are over-the-door, but the one they have for sure is the $30 one because it looks just like it. Okay. okay so, I mean, you know, so $30 here, $30 there. Like Christmas is coming up, y'all. Um, I mean, y'all need hey, some. it's only $30. Only $30, and look, change in the game for Lindy and Miguel. Change it? Um, well, I mean, I don't know if it is, but I mean, Stasha it is helping. Nate, they've had a lot of fun yeah. already. That's Building good trust. Know. Building trust. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're doing well, so. Whew, goodness, take us into, I don't even know where we're going. Yeah. Everyone's waking up. Okay, so next day, everyone's waking up. Looks like everyone had sex last night. Um, Justin has planned a surprise date. And we learn that Kristen and Mitch have an archery date planned. Uh, Justin takes Alexis to Myrtle Creek Vineyards. They He just tells her, like, get dressed up. I, I, first, I thought they were going to make wine, but then they have, like, labels for wine. I don't see them actually make any wine, so I'm not sure. It looks like they're wine tasting. Rather. Well, and then the wine was just in glasses, so I was like, what kind, yeah. of, what kind of wineries is I'm this? not sure. They had some labels. <laughs> I was like, what are you drinking? And then they're like, yeah, we, we made y'all some wine. I'm like, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> Where? <laughs> yeah. What is this? I don't the, the point of the date does not matter, honestly, yeah, because just that they just need the venue. It's, it's fine. Yeah, and y'all, we are not. And I, I want to preface this: like, it, it may appear that you know Jade and I are of the bougie, um, <gasps> and we are. But you know, just when you go to a, when you hard. go to a winery, right? We work hard for the money, okay. <laughs> But, you know, when we go to these wineries, like, we're, we're just used to things being a bit different and just seeing, like, four glasses of, like, red just kind of, like, sitting there. It was, like, in those, like, like the ones, the glasses with no stems. I was just really confused. Is this a winery? Maybe not. Um, I, I think, again, just for the purposes of production, because truthfully, like, when you go to a winery, when you do a tasting, it, that's not the way that that goes. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just not. True. I don't know. But, they seem but to I think enjoy production it, was like, so. okay, just have them sit down for something and just <laughs> hear, they'll do a wine flight, I guess is what they're doing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Makes sense. Um, I still don't know where the labels fit in. I didn't see anyone make any wine, so that part still confuses yeah. me. But I would just let it go. Um, so apparently everyone knows Justin got some ass. She asks if he thinks that the energy has changed between them. And she's like, I, it seems like you're more relaxed. It seems like, you know, we're doing better. And he says he doesn't think the energy has changed, which is like, well, now we have 
a bit of a conflict. He says he's glad that it happened. Um, I guess that the sex happened. And he says it just takes time. They quickly start going back and forth um, because he's saying, like, they also need to learn each other and things like that. And she's she just feels differently. She felt like, I guess, the sex brought them closer, and he feels still a little bit hesitant. He brings up the whole thought of, like, her quitting and running, and he still feels like that's a possibility, even though they had sex all night and it was ten times better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what he imagined. But he's worried that she could still leave for some reason. I can't well, imagine why. I mean, all that seems, you know, normal. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I, I was like, what are we talking about here? Like, yes, it's all a, The conversation devolved very quickly with them. <laughs> I was like, it what was are we like, talking about? If you blinked, you would have missed it. But And honestly, yeah. like, his energy seemed a little low. It did. That's why I'm, I don't know if, like, the sex the second night was not the same or what. But he came into this date kind of just like, I don't know, maybe the wine tasting wasn't what he expected either. And so maybe he was <laughs> equally just showed up and was like, what is this? I tried to put a date for her and it's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> what was the place called again? Myrtle Creek Vineyards. Myrtle Creek. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, didn't that's in, a Myrtle. In, that's in uh, Fallbrook as well. Um, let's see here. Myrtle so yeah, it is a vineyard. Um, they have a four seven, but they only have thirty. They reviews. only have thirty reviews. When they just open last year. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And I don't know if this if this area is known for their wine. Um, I mean, let's see here. Vineyards can be anywhere nowadays. It's, it's just... a family run boutique, small batches. Um, they've been there since, oh, they opened their doors in 2017. Tastings and wine by the glass start at $12. I don't like the look of this. I mean, it's, they're, it's not about them. It's, it's giving about... me, um, what was the, the website <laughs> of the, um. Justin Time. <laughs> Justin Time. <laughs> and the tasting and wine by the glass starts at $12. Mm-hmm. It's probably not terrible, but this is not the point of the show. They just needed somewhere close. I don't know why he picked wine tasting. It seems like he thought they were going to like make wine and maybe put the labels and have their make own special wine. wine. Okay. I mean, y'all, and if y'all know Myrtle Creek, don't don't come at us, okay? We're just we're just reading. Okay, I'm just reading the website. Oh, they have a really cute little cheese board here with like honeycomb on it. That's nice. We love partnering with local artisans to bring unique offerings and showcase local products. Okay. Interesting. Ooh, this cheese does look good. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure... Ooh, anybody around today from... Oh, well, it's done. They had the uh, fall wine release. So if you guys oh. are on the... If y'all are on the uh, West Coast, it's, it's it started at noon. So... Okay. Got time. Well, yeah, they still have time. That's yeah. a good point. All right. And if you go on the 30th... Oh, wine and scone pairing. Well, I think that, this place is probably fine. I think it's whatever package they got. So, so they they have Little Dreamer Vignoire paired with a lemon and thyme scone. Oh my gosh! You guys go tell us how it is. All right, moving forward. Mitch and Kristen are doing their archery date. Um, they've got bows and arrows. I love archery, y'all. I'm actually low key obsessed. Um, so Mitch <laughs> says that him and Chris are in a good spot, and he's happy to have her having fun. Seeing her smiling, laughing. However, he is confused about her voting for herself to get divorced again. Um, so they do a couple of archery. They do some bow and arrows. Bow and arrow is actually really difficult. 
Um, I think these arrows were a bit, um, I don't want to say they were kid arrows, but I've tried bow and arrow with like the real like heavy duty ones. And to pull that thing back is like. Do you think this is just what was available like at the location? I think so. Because it looks yeah. like they were pulling it back really easily. And that is actually not the case. Yeah. Um, so they both decided to write down some words on some paper so they can shoot at them. Um, she says they should write things down that they want to let go of and stop bringing up so they can move forward. Whatever they she have, is on, she is still very much on. I told y'all, sativa. <laughs> like, sativa. Um, so she says they have beaten these things to, get, to death and they've moved on. She writes attraction. She says she thinks she's received clarity on how he feels about his attraction towards her because he's finally vocalized it. And he says he'll write pool gate. Um, she says that she thinks that she could have gone about it better, but she got affirmations from him from Poolgate, and so she has a different outlook on it. Um, so then they start uh, hitting arrows into these words, and then Chris says, the queen has arrived. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, any, any thoughts about that? No, I'm just like, what the, <laughs> hell? what the hell is going on with these two people? The He's normal. <laughs> but I don't know what's going on with our friend. Uh, Chris, as we're now calling her, right. her alter ego, must have come out. I'm literally on page four of eight of our notes. God help us. <sighs> let's All see, right, are let's we pacing the same? Am I on page two? <laughs> I'm on page two. Great. Really? Right. I'm on page four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the end of towards page two. Goodness. Okay, so we step into another shit show of a segment. Um, This one was crazy. (laughs) So apparently for Lindy and Miguel's little, I don't know, side quest date thing, they're doing a horse-drawn carriage ride. Um, I think Miguel planned this date and mentioned something about, I don't know, the specialness of horse-drawn carriages and cute whatever. (laughs) So it looks like they're going on a carriage ride through the farm retreat area. Like, I don't know. They're riding through, passing things. So as this is going on, Miguel wants to share, like, one of his poems that he's written with her. And as you guys know, Miguel thinks of himself as this kind of, like, renaissance person. He writes. He plays games. He reads. He's a doctor. Like, all this stuff is going on with him. Um, so as he's reciting a poem that he's asked to share with her, she's like, oh, look at the little bunny. And he keeps going. Well, and let's, let's, let's actually preface this. So the poem has to be to a beat. So he's, (laughs) he's reciting this poem as if it's almost like a rap. And so they've got this funky music playing in the background (laughs) as he's like. And I tried to get a couple of, of, of notes. I tried to get bars. Yeah, but he was just. Right, he was just saying it so fucking fast, and then she's just like the bodies and the sky and the trees, and I was just like, "There's so much going on right now," so I wasn't so able to get it. My yes, apologies. it is more written more like a a rhyme than a poem. It was so um, weird as he's performing it. And How, did you? What were you? There was a tweet I tweeted out where I was like, you know, is Miguel like <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda? Because it's giving Hamilton. What are you oh. doing? That's kind of how it, it sounded to me. I was like, this is very, like, performative. Um, but then also, like, why did he feel like this is where I'm going to... This is where I'm going to tell you this strange <laughs> poem. I think he's 
maybe possibly trying to connect with her. Like, look, listen, focus. But she's like, oh, oh look, a dog. And then, <laughs> and then right after, she'd be like, thank you for sharing. <laughs> she's like, oh, say that part again. Um, and so she's interrupting him. And she then sees some horses. I think they have some Clydesdales, what the people on Instagram were saying. Um, not Instagram, oh, Twitter. That's gorgeous. Yeah, oh, so see, that caught Lord, her attention too. And she's like, "What's your favorite looking horse?" This whole time, this man is trying to recite his his poem. She's like, "Oh, what's your favorite looking horse?" And he's like, in his talking head, "I'm like getting interrupted. I'm getting fed up." Um, and so at some point, they sit down. The carriage ride stops. They sit at a table just to chat because again, we need a spot to film. So a table and chairs appear, and. So he says something to the effect of, uh, you've never had a husband that stuck around. And she's saying like, well, yeah, you've never had a wife either. It's just like some weird friction going on. And she's saying like, I don't really know and understand like your triggers and where all this is coming from that you're getting annoyed. Cause he brings up the whole interrupting thing while they were on the carriage ride. He says he can tell her his triggers and this weekend he's just had low energy and he's really tired of like he's tired of trying to draw her attention to like the things she's doing that's pissing him off she starts crying she gets up and walks away production escorts her and i don't know we take a commercial break come back from commercial break we see miguel going over to her and he hugs her and apologizes i guess it sounds like a voiceover to me it doesn't sound like uh was actually being said at the time, but he basically was like, let's sit down and talk about it. Um, and then he feels like shit cause she's crying, I guess, but he says he needs to find a healthy way to call her out. And he says when they have, when they've had these blows before and he starts trying to elaborate on that, but she's like, I didn't know we were even having blow ups. Is this the blow up? Um, and then she's again saying like, you don't want to see a blow up in her, <laughs> in her very, uh, Lindy way of threatening him with these reactions. So they just can't seem to get on the same page. It's it's a crapshoot. I don't. I mean, I guess he wanted to talk about his poem and wanted her attention on it, and she was distracted by the nature surrounding them. It's just uh, stressful to watch. Miguel yeah. cannot control his responses this weekend to her. I don't really think she's doing anything unusual though. Like nothing different than what she would usually do. So it was interesting because, so after he was, you know, doing his spoken word, he started talking about (laughs) like Dungeons and Dragons and like the horses, like when they changed their cadence would be um, taken to a a different world. And then she interrupts him again because she's like, oh, those people have their phones out. Oh, yeah. They're recording them. Uh Yeah. So then he was like, she keeps interrupting him and. You know, her attention disappears, especially around things that he cares about. And so she said that she has a bird brain and she was just asking for grace and understanding in the moment. And he was just like, well, don't expect to have heartfelt conversations with me then. If, you know, within the span of 10 minutes, it's one after another, after another, after another. And so he was just like, he doesn't want to feel like he's competing for her attention. So, you know, I guess he's feeling like she is just not really listening to him. And like, he's concerned that maybe as he's reciting his poetry that she's not going to like, listen. And so, you know what? Let me play devil's advocate for a second. 
let's say, you know, I'm passionate about like yoga. So let's say I'm talking to my spouse about like yoga and teaching and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, oh, look at that. Look at this. Oh my God, look at that. And I'm just like, well, damn, are, are you listening? Would you feel annoyed? I would say yes, but also considering time and place. Like, is this the time and place to share, like, to talk about <laughs> things you're passionate about? Well, and I guess... Can we just chill? Well, and maybe that's the disconnect there. Because, you know, he's on, you know, the carriage ride. You know, it's romantic. So maybe he thinks, wow, this is the moment that I share my poetry with her. It's not that. It's the middle of the day. They're on a carriage. It's not like, oh, we're going under the stars. And they're going from one from point A to point B. But it is an intimate moment, though. You know, it's, it's, they just said it's a shared memory. Like, they've never done this before. And so he's trying to connect and get deeper. You know, he's got an emotional side. So he's like, let me recite some of my weird rap poetry to her. Uh, and then she just wasn't trying to listen. I mean, she really wasn't, like, listening. He right? wasn't listening to her either about, like, all the beauty of the animals. <laughs> She's, like, trying to be present in the moment. And he just wanted to recite something. When they could have both been like, oh, look at those horses. They're so beautiful. Have you ever ridden a horse? They could have connected over something else besides I mean, this yeah, I just, I do feel like, you know, if I were with a spouse and he's like reciting his weird poetry, I probably would have just waited for him to finish and then been like, wow, look at all these things around us. This is a beautiful moment. He would have still been mad because you didn't pay attention to the poem and you're talking about the nature outside. <laughs> well, then you can't win for losing. <sighs> no, you can't. That's the thing. And that is, that's her experience. It's like, I thought we were doing this and going to like, you know, enjoy it together. And now we're not able to enjoy it because you decided to recite a poem. And I don't know. It's weird vibes. Weird vibes. Yeah. That's true. Um, do you want to take us to the next part? Also weird vibes. So many weird vibes. Wait, is this where all... Hold on. This Ooh, is when the guys Lord. are waiting for Miguel. Oh, or everyone's yeah, waiting yeah. for him after the date. Okay, so I'll take the guys. So the guys, except for Miguel, they're all sitting outside, I believe. Um, they're saying, oh, don't want Miguel to miss dinner. You know, where is he? What's going on? How is he late? <laughs> and it was just like, well, damn, everyone calm down. Um, so the girls are cooking dinner. Stasha says that she ingested... Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. Sasha says that Nate, um, no, Justin told them that they had sex. I don't, I don't know how that came up in conversation. Um, Stasha asks Alexis, how was it? Alexis says that it was awkward. Um, the first time is sometimes awkward, and he's been absent for 1.5 years, so his stamina is not where it needs to be. <laughs> um, she also says in her confessional that she doesn't want to be the dominant person in the bedroom. She wants to be treated. And she wants to hear, tell me how you want it, essentially. Mm. She says, if it was, she says, if it wasn't good, would, but the person would, so, so then she asks, okay, she asks the girls, if the sex is not good, but you're with a good person, would you stay? And they say, yes, they would stay. Every time isn't going to be like that time. And she says that it wasn't, you know, if the sex isn't bomb, but you're there for other reasons, I don't know, pretty much insinuating that the sex is not good, so should she stay or should she go? Um, Stasha and her confessional just smiles. Yeah. Thoughts about that? 
Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Stasha that said sex is a determining factor in relationships. Maybe she said it, it wasn't. Um, this was something I did poll the people about, and mm. for our final results, seventy six percent to twenty three percent say that yes, yeah, sex is a determining factor. Ooh, sorry, mm-hmm. that was loud. Um, sex is a determining factor in relationships. So. It seems like the people say if the sex is not great, they're not staying. Yeah, I agree. Or like maybe there's no potential for it to be great. I feel like you can always learn to have better sex with someone, but I feel like you have to have almost like some level of foundation before before that. Right. But also like it, there's got to be good things. So like let's say you know. One thing isn't good, but the other is good, you know, in, in the sexual experience. You know, there's got to be something that connects you, you know, like an orgasm. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's just, it's helpful. So an let's, orgasm let's, would be a point of connection. Yeah, you know, hopefully. so let's hope that, you know, we can, they can make it there. So Yeah, it seemed she was a little underwhelmed, but, you know, we can always count on Alexis to tell things that are mostly true. Um, or to tell us things that we shouldn't know. Um, and so, yeah, it seems like even though he said it was great and uh, it lasted all night, I'm, I think this could be one of those things that come back around. But I don't think Stasha is going to be messy and like tell – I mean, her and Nate probably talk about it, but I don't think it's going to come out in the way that Alexis's things come out. Mm. I, ho- I wonder, though, like, do you think she'll tell him, like, it just wasn't what I was expecting? Well, I'm sure he'll see it at the at the reunion. Ooh. Yeah, that's or, a shame, man. But, like, you don't know how to fuck me, so that's that's where we stop. Anywho's, um, Lindy and Miguel eventually show up. She runs inside, doesn't say anything to the men. Miguel sits down with the guys, and he... Oh, there was a point before that when the men were sitting, and Mitch was like, they're late, but I'm not going to question their entire marriage. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, Miguel sits with the guys. He tells them they had an argument. Um, and Justin asks about the swing. Uh, <laughs> somehow talking about the sex swing with Lindy and Miguel. Justin asks... <laughs> Goodness. I'm sorry. <sighs> Justin asked. <laughs> I, I was just like, Justin, like, what is wrong with him? <laughs> Justin. Like, I don't even understand. Like, okay, just, just say it and okay. then let's discuss. Because I was <laughs> Lord. And Nate handled it so well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Justin asked yes. Nate if the swing is meant for someone who is six eight, <laughs> and Nate says, "Well, we're more than welcome to get on the sex swing. <laughs> I believe it's meant for women." <laughs> So one may wonder, what is Justin not, okay, maybe Justin is not aware of how a sex swing works, but like, if he's, does he think that like he's sitting on the swing and then the 
woman's on top of him and they're swinging. Like, I just don't. Oh, oh my stomach hurts. I just don't really. I was really confused because I was right, I was typing up my notes and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Is it made for people who are 6'8"? It sounds like he doesn't understand. He doesn't get it. He doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know that well, just, it's just like, like over the door. Well, sexual. just like he didn't understand about. Remember when Nate said something like, "I had dessert, you dig?" And oh. and Justin's like, "What's that? <laughs> Apple pie why, or cherry pie?" Alexis is like, "All right, y'all. It's we have a lot to work on here. Indeed. Starting from the bottom up. Um, like my God. Wow. Meanwhile, the girls are." Talking Goodness. about uh, vibrators and things. They're still in their sex conversation. Because Lindy doesn't actually join them. She, I guess she walks into the house and like goes into her own bedroom to kind of decompress. But Alexis is saying she's never had a vibrator. Because if she has a man, why does she need a vibrator? Kristen apparently has three vibrators, she tells us. Kind of like signals. Um, that was Stasha, really weird. That was weird that Kristen said that? No, Alexis. I oh. was like, sis. Open your mind. Stasha's like, well, you know, sometimes you may want it, want to elevate. And Alexis's yeah. like, well, things are good. She's like, well, they could be great. Yeah. Um, it's, it's now, hmm. Alexis. It's a lot happening here. Kristen says something, too, right after that. What did she say? Um, so then Kristen starts talking about um, if she wants to have sex with uh, Mitch while they are, like, up and down. So she goes into a whole dialogue, or really a monologue, <laughs> about, oh, um, mm-hmm. about like, do you do it if things are rocky, up and down, and unsure, crazy arguments? You know, if it isn't, you know, if she's not getting consistency, then she can't be intimate. And then Alexis is like, well, great dialogue. She's like, that was a monologue. Um, so we didn't really get to discuss with you. But overall... Perfect. So, uh, vibrators. Yeah. There's something else that Alexis said about, uh, like, she kept questioning, like, why it was appropriate. Like, why, why it was vibrator nece- was appropriate? Yeah, like, why it was necessary, and, like, if my man's doing his job, I shouldn't need that. And it felt very, like, uh, I don't know. It just felt very, not closed-minded, but just, like, old-fashioned yeah i mean there are some people and even some men who are like you don't need a vibrator you have me which is kind of these are you're not a vibrator though you right. are a human um Indeed. and those two things are different everyone has different purposes and functions and things like that um so it kind of reminded me of that but i was i guess i was a little surprised that she was kind of Reporting, like, no interest in any kind of additional sexual, like, toys or pleasure things. Because if you're saying, okay, not that just you have never had a vibrator, but it's kind of giving me, like, I'm not into, like, exploring things sexually. I agree. Which I means agree. if they took her to the sex shop, she'd be like, no. Yeah, I think she'd be bed. uncomfortable. She'd be like, no, yeah. we got each other. And it's like, oh, Lord. There's so much. Okay. If y'all haven't watched How to Build a Sex Room, I'll talk to y'all about that after. I already talked about it, I think, before. Yes, yeah. But yeah, you guys, you know, just the world is, you know, our minds, our brains are so big. Like, let's just gather all the information we can get 
and just mm-hmm. you know be so yeah that's all I'm gonna because say. the truth i guess for this situation between her and justin <laughs> he could be inspired probably by sex toys and maybe feel a little bit more confident that he's you know knowing different things and becoming more skilled but if she's gonna handicap him and say like no you need to figure this out on your own oh that's true that is they're true. just not gonna have good sex yeah. she's not willing to help him out he doesn't know what he's doing on some levels um yeah kind of <laughs> we don't want to elevate he doesn't things. know what he's doing on some levels damn i can't well you know his she said his stamina isn't there, but I'm like, I mean, he hasn't had sex for a year. Of course it's not. Okay, but like, is it just that, or is he also doesn't know how to touch you? Yeah, because she didn't say anything about like, did she orgasm, or did like, did he like do anything and, you know, please I know. her? I mean, she didn't really say much. Ironically, she didn't say much about that. So that's why I was just like, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I don't like the phrase getting booty. Oh, that he got some booty? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't what really do get it. What you want to say? We had sex. Oh. Well, it's Justin. It's kind of... <laughs> Which Alexis kept saying it, too, and I was just like, I don't really like that. She's one of the boys. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah, still talking. So Mitch tells everyone they resolved Poolgate. They killed it, so it cannot be brought up anymore. Stasha asks Kristen if it's going to be a yes or no on decision day for her. And Kristen says, the wife in her says yes, but the woman says no. Um, which is... Okay. Is the wife and woman not... All right, whatever. Y'all know Kristen is on... She's on one way, <laughs> what Miguel is on another. This weekend. People are struggling with this <laughs> filming schedule. You know, it's kind of demanding. And so we're doing what we need the to do to cope with it. The wife in me and the woman in me. Sounds Stasha like a says, book. "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> Stasha says, "No, it will be perfect." Um, but is ultimately like, "Is it worth it to be with him?" And that's kind of where we leave off before we transition into our next Stasha scene. The wife and me. That could be a song. The woman you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Okay, so are we getting into, are we at Nate and Stasha, and yep. she's changing into her vibrating panties? Okay, so she says that they are, you know, building trust, and so she's going to wear these vibrating panties, and he's going to control the remote. So at the time, the remote is, like, super loud, so he's just like, why is this vibrating? So then he reads the instructions, and he's like, all right, I got it. And then he says, <laughs> you wildin'. <laughs> but, st- but it's so refreshing to see Stasha so... Like, she's very comfortable with him. Yeah, and she says this is about building trust and intimacy. Yeah, and she's so open. like, how do you turn it off? How do, she's so open to this. Like, she seems very comfortable with him. And I, I really do, I love He's it. fun. Yeah, like, he seems like, you know, I, I mean, you know, if he could just move out of that Airbnb he was in, everything <laughs> would be good. He moving into Stasha's house. That's she true. got him. That's true. Well, good she for him. him. Shit. They moving He's on up. coming up. up. Ooh, all right, girl. Take us into it. Come again. Mm-hmm, uh, okay, so we're about to have group dinner, which is why Stasha is changing. Um, she's changing into just some shorts and a shirt, but she's going to put these panties on with a little bullet that goes in the little thing. Um, so 
because we're about to go to dinner with everyone, Lindy and Miguel are going to go to dinner. I guess they've mended their fences from earlier. And there looks like they're, like, up on, like, the rooftop of Terrace or something like that. And Lindy asked Sammy, which is one of the producers, to take a video of her up there. Um, Miguel's standing there. Lindy's standing there in, like, production crew. And he's like, I could have done it. Um, and he, like, sits on the little couch and pouts. And she's like, well, I didn't want to offend you. Uh, so that's why I didn't ask you. And he says, it's not that you can't <laughs> ask me. You just have to read the room. <laughs> and, like, read my mood and decide, like, if that's a good time. Essentially is what he's saying. And she says, well, I just didn't want to mess around with, like, energy levels and all that stuff. I just didn't want to roll the dice on it at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so she stop. <laughs> What? I can't stop. Now she's oh. like, I got to read energy levels. I don't want to offend you. <laughs> she's, like, we have taken now she's this, scared. We have taken this to a whole nother level. So she's like, I feel like I can't win. I just wanted to play it safe. And he's like, okay, cool. And she's like, can I have a hug? And he's like, no, sorry. He's just getting pissed. He says he's getting pissed off by everything. At this point, I'm like, who's gaslighting who? I don't, I don't really know what's happening. She says she's going to lose it. And says he rejected her and he's like no I'm not feeling close to you right now maybe I let you in too much he starts like walking away he says she doesn't even understand the nuance of things there's just a lot of back and forth bickering as they're like standing apart now she's crying and she's like I can't do anything right I'm trying so hard production tells her she doesn't have to go down to dinner with everyone else and we kind of uh pause on them just for a second we come back from a break and she's still crying and then Miguel's doing kind of the same thing he did after the last break where once she started crying then he's a little bit more responsive but he's like oh what do you need and she's like you rejected me and he's like I just didn't feel connected to you and he says it's just too soon I can't get there in seven weeks with someone and then he kind of acknowledges this is the negative version of himself where he's just disagreeable and moody. And he says they hit a wall. And she says it just feels like he's looking for a reason to say no on decision day. <sighs> so that's Lindy and Miguel still struggling to communicate, not having a very fun retreat. They're going to probably have to do a redo if they're still married after this. <laughs> a redo? <laughs> I just like, look, if, if I go on vacation with you and it's like that, I mean, I don't know if I want to do it again, honestly, but if we stayed married, I'd be like, all right, look, we need to redo that because. Yeah, it just seems like he is feeling very. He's on edge. Like he is on one, like for real. And it's almost like, does he, like, does he want her to like go off? Like, I feel like he needed someone to be like, look, you got me fucked up. Like what you need to do is take a chill pill. Obviously you're in distress. Um, don't speak for the remainder of this weekend and let's just make it out of here because mm. she's giving him too much grace and it seems like he is like walking right over her. I and think I just she's scared to say anything. Yeah, and I feel like he sees that she's scared to say anything and so I think it's making him even more pissed off. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. almost like he needs someone to like call him on his shit and be like, you need to, you need to stop. Like yeah. stop. Because she just keeps rolling all over him and just apologizing and crying and sobbing. I would have been like, you can actually leave. We've had many people leave a a, a retreat weekend. If you would like to go by by any means, go ahead and go. Because obviously he needed to remove himself from the situation. The Mm -hmm. man said he was tired. He had work. Okay, well then go home. 
because you're making yeah, you miserable. Or just stay in the room the whole time. You ain't got to come out with yeah. us being miserable. If like, you bringing the to. mood down. My friends brought in the sex swing for you because you acted so crazy. <sighs> and so he's saying that he feels misunderstood and he knows how he gets when he's negative. And that's the thing. Like, if you know how you are, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then it's up to you to rectify the situation. So, like, if I'm in a situation where I'm just like, this is, I know I'm not in the mood, then, like, remove yourself. I will remove myself. So, like, I feel like he needs to leave. Yeah. <laughs> he can't handle it. I mean, truthfully, he should not be trying to engage and, like, push himself if he's not feeling up to it because... absolutely. You're just being really shitty to everyone. Not to everyone, but you're taking it really all out on Lindy. Yes, absolutely. And this is supposed to be her prom weekend thing, and, like, it just sucks for her. Yeah. No. It's unfortunate. Yeah, tell us about Uh, this dinner. So then we get to dinner. Um, Lindy and Miguel are not there. Um, Justin says, I guess he takes it upon himself to, um, takes it upon himself to kind of, um, verbalize where they are he says they're working <laughs> they're working some things out and they don't want to do it at the dinner table i was like wow you're a genius mm-hmm. um stasha says that wait hold on oh no this isn't the confessional my goodness um so then stasha yeah. tells the world <laughs> and nate that alexis and justin had sex and Nate's like, oh, well, what'd she say? And Sasha, I don't even know how this came, I don't even know why this is relevant. Sasha says that she was nonchalant about it. And so Nate asks if she was avoiding the question, if she enjoyed it. And she says, yes. Why, why, did, they, why did they edit that there? So that I guess so that, that Nate could be filled in on it. But I don't know. I don't know if it's relevant to anything else. But yeah, I saw that too. That was weird. Um, so then... Chris says, well, Kristen says that it was fun to be with them this weekend and she had, she's having a great time. Mitch asks her for a kiss. Strange. And he kisses her <laughs> on the cheek. So then yeah. Alexis turns into like her gossiping messy self and asks if he is attracted to his wife. Mitch says that the question is dead. Then Stasha um, provides us with some um, funny commentary um nate is controlling her vibrator and i guess he doesn't know how to turn it down so like she's like moving all around wiggling all over the place she's looking at him like could you turn this fucking thing down he doesn't everyone's trying to eat she's about to have an orgasm (laughs) um so then kristen is like is everything okay and she's like y'all and then alexa's like y'all got those vibrating panties on don't (sighs) y'all So then she, uh, Stasha excuses herself to, I guess, go, like, I don't know, take off the panties, and then Nate follows her. Kristen says that she supports it, and she's an ally. <laughs> Stasha yeah. and Nate are in the house. He apologized to Sasha. He says he doesn't know how to turn it off. She says that she is swollen. <laughs> he says he was pushing it to the limit, and she says her <laughs> legs are shaking. No, that's not a problem, he says. Yeah. <laughs> Good things. Good things only. Um, so then they come into the kitchen, Mig- oh my goodness, I about to say McGindy, Miguel and Lindy, <laughs> Miguel and Lindy are in the kitchen eating, all of a sudden everyone comes into the kitchen, Miguel says that he has been out of line, and he's been too into his head, he came in with low energy, and he gets hypersensitive, moody, grumpy, and he's been taking it out on Lindy, and he is sorry, and wants to communicate to her kinder, he says he fucked up upstairs, that's why they're not at dinner, so they're eating dinner in the kitchen, um, Lindy says that the food is good. 
all of a sudden, um, Kristen comes down as Mitch. Um, she's Mitch. <laughs> she has on like a, I think it's a wig cap and like a, a beanie. Yeah. Yeah, and then she has, and she has on the infamous shirt that he wouldn't wear. Um, so they start talking to her as Mitch, and they're like, "Mitch, what are you wearing?" And she's just like, "I don't know, doing some weird things." And she starts talking about the shirt, and I just don't really know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, she's like asking, like, "Is this plastic on this table?" She's imitating him. Apparently, everyone's like laughing, and like, "It's just a shirt, Mitch. It's just a shirt," mm-hmm. and. She uh, checks in with him in the middle of that and is like, you know, say the word if I've gone too far. So I guess he knew she was going to do this and they have like a little code word apparently. Um, But he was okay with it. He thought it was really hilarious to see her imitating him. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So good for those guys. Yeah. Uh, Good for them. It seems like everyone's doing everything they can do to try to save this trip for Lindy and Miguel. And it's just clearly a sex swing, give them jokes. We have dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, yeah, just it's not a happening. Lot, <laughs> so then they um, wake up in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to take it. No, you can go. Okay, so they wake up in the morning, um, eight days until decision day, the screen shows. Um, apparently, they're playing dodgeball. Um, they're making mimosas. Uh, someone says it loosens you up for dodgeball. Um, <laughs> girls against guys. But then Lindy says that's not quite fair. Lindy says that she's very competitive, and she says that, um, you know, men have, men do have some advantages. So Mitch says aim for the D. Lindy says that <laughs> couples shouldn't be on the same team in dodgeball. And so they're just bantering, just talking. Everyone seems excited except for Miguel. Miguel mm-hmm. says in his confessional that he is ready to leave and call it quits. Um, and But he wants Lindy to kind of blow off some steam and have a good time. Um so then Miguel, once again, um, starts talking about him and Lindy and tells everyone a little monologue about their struggles and, you know, mm-hmm. what he's been doing wrong. Everyone looks a little uncomfortable. As they should. Um, Mitch says, in conclusion, marriage is like a dodgeball. You can run and not deal with it, or you can stand your ground and catch the damn ball. Alexis says that was very profound. <laughs> So then we've got the wives. Uh, I'm sorry. So then we, we're going to some field for dodgeball. Um, the red team is Lindy, Nate, Mitch, and Alexis. And the blue team is Justin. Oh, is that true? Justin, Miguel, Stasha, and Kristen. Yep. Okay. That's what I got. So Nate looks at the blue team and says, y'all look defeated already. God. <laughs> um, so then they start playing. The red team is honestly very good. Uh, Lindy is really great at catching. Um, Nate is, like, throwing really well. Mitch is the mascot, Alexis says. Um, so then at some point, it's Miguel versus the blue team because everyone on this team is left. Um, so then it's Nate versus Miguel. Um, Nate calls Miguel a loser. <laughs> uh, and then Lindy is just like, get him, get him. So then I guess Miguel's getting upset. He says, a little affirmation to your husband isn't going to kill you. And he oh, says, why can't you be a cheerleader to me? You know, give me some words of affirmation. And Lindy says that she is defeated and feels awful. Mm. Do you want to take us into this final scene? okay so I don't think I had a whole I don't know how many pages you have left I don't have that many left um so 
we get to a point where everyone's like debriefing with their individual teams after Miguel's like a little brief meltdown, um, <laughs> which is just like, you know, y'all know this is going to happen. If he didn't win this game, he was going to be sad. And here we go. Um, so Mitch is talking to Lindy and she's like, if you can, if you kind of play it down, will Miguel just move on? Um, Miguel's not going to move on from anything. Lindy's crying. She says she can't figure it out. Um, Miguel kind of acknowledges that he's being reactive, but he can't really get a hold on it. Stasha says she doesn't really see a change in him, and she just thinks he's not used to dealing with someone like Lindy. She tells us that. Lindy's still crying and sobbing. She feels like he's pulling away. She's worried. He's been harboring things, and like now he's lashing out at her. Um, so she's having a meltdown. She says it's been this has been the worst ever, and she can't continue to be the punching bag for him anymore. What else did you get? Because that's all I got. That was literally it. Like, she was okay. sobbing. Um, like, truly <sighs> very upset. Um, it was really sad to see. Um, but she really just felt like, you know, <laughs> she just couldn't win. And, like, he no. just wasn't really, like, I don't know. Miguel was... <sighs> he was, like... In a really shitty mood. Like, he just needs a nap. Yes. To start it was over. Awful. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, it was just so bad. So, and it sucks that they had to bring in all the other couples, and now they're having like these like sessions with both of them about their relationship. I'm like, this is so inappropriate, so weird. Like, now you're dragging everyone into your shit, and it's just like, mm -hmm. why? So, I just felt bad for Lindy and for everyone else, but I didn't feel bad for Miguel because it just wasn't good. Yeah, this was very tough. The whole episode, just like the dynamic between those two, because, I mean, while Lindy may have been, like, a bit aloof and uh, interrupting and things like that, I don't feel mm -hmm. like it warranted the reactions he was giving it. Yeah, And I don't think it was intentional, either. No, I don't think she was, like... You know, fuck what you're saying. I'm just yeah, gonna like, whatever. Like, take pictures of me. She wasn't purposefully trying to, like, agitate him. She was like, take a picture of me. You got me in this beautiful dress. Like, don't you want me to take a picture? Like, I just... Ah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, it looks like next week we can expect a little bit more drama. Um, with... The, next week is their last week in the experiment, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so this will have some more drama and conflict. I guess Lindy and Miguel will figure out if they're going to be on the same page or not. And then hopefully Alexis will tell Justin his dick was trash. Mm-hmm. One can only hope. So, yeah, so we will, um, you know, obviously we are dedicated to Marion at First Sight. And we truly hope that these couples um, do better. We can only all hope. Aspects. Do better. Okay, what have you been watching um, this past week? Anything new? Anything exciting? Mm, no. Nothing new, I don't think. Okay. Um, I, so. I have been watching, um, so I had to travel for work this week, and my TV in my hotel had Showtime. Oh. And so I got a chance to catch up on The Shy season five. Mm. Um, so this is a great, 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 amazing show. Um, it's about um, a whole group of people that live in the south side of Chicago. Um, there are young adults in the area um, trying to 
quote-unquote, scrape a living for themselves while the elders sit on their front porches and observe the goings-on. Mm. Um, well, there's a whole group of people this season five. Um, this season, um, the lead character is trying to be city council in Chicago. It's so great, y'all. I love the show. Candy Burris is in it. Um, some notable actors and actresses are in it. It's created by Lena Waithe. Um, it has gotten better every season. I truly love it. Um, so I watched 10 episodes in two days and was wow. working. <laughs> Dedication. Wow. <laughs> I had to because I don't have showtime. Oh, I was like, I, I got to finish. Through, yeah. I was like, I have to finish. But it was so great. I can't wait for season six. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. Nice. Okay. Well, we will see y'all sooner or later. Um, with the next episode of this show hopefully it also has some good drama as we lead into decision day i guess we're still figuring out a little bit how lifetime is going to air these next few episodes Mm -hmm. um sometimes right before decision day they'll have that like prediction episode or like kind of unseen moments and stuff so we'll see what happens with that but we will keep y'all posted um yeah i think that's all we got Somebody yeah. send some prayers up for Lindy. She's going to make her go back send, to the church. Honestly, send some prayers for Lindy and Miguel. Because obviously yeah. Miguel is, you know, really struggling with something. I don't know if it's yeah. his, you know, like, did you miss a therapy session? Like, his what His manhood. Happened? Like, something's not right. So, you know, put a hand up in the air. Put a glass in the air for both of them. They need to um, heal. Some healing Oof. needs to happen. So, yeah, so we'll be back soon, you guys. Thanks for listening to us. Like, subscribe, follow us on IG, and we will see you. Bye. Bye.